Good morning. God bless you on this 30th day of 30 steps to success in life. Yay! Aren't y'all happy? (laughs) Oh, listen to the crowds. My goodness. We're here again this morning, somewhere under a thousand people listening live. And we're, we're excited about what God has done, is doing, and will do. This last element that I have added as the cap to our 30-day bottle is by no means the element that's going to, to uh, describe all the things that we have potentially left out in these 30 days. I've tried to cram in as much as possible, but I want you to know that it is my hope that these 30 steps to success in life, these 30 individual elements that we've added to our life, that you would not stop here. But in this past 30 days, if so be you're one of the watchers or listening in the parking lot or one that's been here uh, for the most of, majority of, or perhaps as many of you have for every one of these 30 days, it's my hope and my desire that you will again tomorrow get up and put God number one in your day. Give him his time. Because I generally believe that if God is not number one in your day, he's probably not number one in your life. So let me encourage you to take the discipline that we have begun. Take the start you have and build on it. Make sure that you continue to give God first place in your life, a priority in your life, an opportunity to to invigorate, to envision, to inspire and challenge you the first thing in your life and to give you the most dynamic 20 minutes of your day, you and him, to go out and conquer the world. You're a bunch of giant killers. On the inside of you, you have the capacity to stand against the Goliaths that would love to to destroy your dream and your future, but you can do it with God. You can do it with God. So I encourage you, in fact, specifically what I would like for you to do is to take the place where we have come from, from where Joseph was just a young man, received an an inspired dream from God, and with that dream began to add elements to his life so that it brought him to a greatest day of success. I would like for you to take the story from that point and from that point of being successful, ask God as you continue to read that story and as you continue to, to investigate Joseph's life and to see how he handled it, because certainly he is an example for us to follow. What a marvelous and inspirational story his life is. If you would take him from that point of success and if you would begin to add elements to your life each day, cataloging how he maintained success, cataloging how he not only achieved, but also how he maintained. You see, it's not the one who gets there first that wins. It's the one who is able to maintain that high calling of God in their life. The one that's able to maintain that, that, that high place. If, if you as a child ever played King of the Hill, you know, there's always someone wanting to come up there and knock you off. And it's not Uh, No, just because you got to the top of the hill doesn't mean that you get to stay at the top of the hill. Because once you get there, it's going to take a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of effort, sometimes more than you imagined, sometimes more than it took to get there, just to stay there. And that's the way life is. Let me challenge you. Continue working on the elements of your life, on, on the character of your life. Because what charisma may get you, it will take character for you to keep. I'm more interested right now at the last step, at this last day, I'm more interested in your future than your past. And that brings us to our last element today.
the element of futuristic. <laughs> futuristic. You know, we've talked about being candid and being influential, about spending our, our, our spiritual capital. We've talked about being attentive and restrained. We've talked about the necessity of struggles and, and that we should fear God because the secret of God is with those that fear him. The Bible says that God gives his covenant to those who fear him. And the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. Continue walking in that fear, but continue as well realizing that God truly has a plan for your life. And his plan will not end with one adventure. It will not end with one dream, just like it did not with Joseph's. Just as though Joseph had, had reached perhaps what we see as his greatest day, he saw a greater day. He saw something yet ahead. He saw something beyond just his moment, beyond his season, beyond his adventure. He saw something even beyond his life. And this is the element that I would love for each one of you to have imparted to you and latch onto it and grab onto it and realize that what you do on planet earth, if you truly want to be successful, if you really want to have your greatest day and, 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 and give your greatest gift, then you'll need to build something. And see something and reach for something and speak of something and embrace something that is beyond your lifetime. Just like Joseph did. To be futuristic, the ability to see as yet an unfinished product. You know, there are some people it seems that have this ability naturally and others who do not. If I had to categorize people, I would say that there are some people who are futuristic and people who aren't. And oftentimes, people who do not have that capacity to see beyond the, the, the moment and to see an as yet unfinished product, often these people who don't have that ability are like those people that sometimes you hit the ball and you have to drag them to first base. You ever know those folks? You know, they're, but, but they're real stabilizers because these dreamers many times will see an, an as yet unfinished product and will just strike off toward it and, and never achieve things simply because they aren't conscious of the things that it takes, the stability in life it takes to go that way. But many times people who don't see it Refuse to allow the dreamers to reach out beyond the moment, beyond the season, because they can't comprehend what they cannot see. This futuristic element, however, is an element that each one of us could add to our life to begin to challenge ourselves that God would give us vision beyond. Vision beyond the moment, vision beyond the season, vision beyond the adventure, vision beyond provision, and vision beyond our lifetime. Vision beyond. Being futuristic. Joseph dreamed and encouraged others with his dream even beyond his lifetime. Look in Genesis 50. This is where we're going to look at this concept of being futuristic. Genesis 50, this is the end of Joseph's natural life. We have jumped way ahead. We have taken and jumped years from where we were yesterday to the very end. And I'm going to ask you to fill in the, that, that gap in these next few weeks. Genesis 50, verse 24 the Bible says this, and Joseph said to his brethren, I am dying, but God will surely visit you. I'm going off the scene, but God's not. He'll visit you and he'll bring you out of this land to a land of which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. 
Then Joseph took an oath from the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry my bones from here. (laughs) Wow. So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. The rest of the story goes on from there. That when Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt, do you know what they did? They remembered the oath that Joseph had made the children swear. Some perhaps 400 years earlier. And they took Joseph's bones with them as they had promised, as he foresaw God would visit them. God gave him another dream. And this is sometimes where people stop, is they get a dream from God and they go on this adventure and they they work real hard and they add all these elements and they achieve what was predicted by God that they arrive at some level of success and then when they get there they stop dreaming. They get old, they get dry, they get set in their ways. They get in a rut or a routine of life and they think I have arrived and they no longer see the necessity of trusting God for another dream, of unleashing their imagination for a greater day because sometimes what it takes to get someplace makes you not want to get out on the trail again. But you know all... All of the things that you read in the Word of God about the journeyings of the children of Israel. Think about it. Going up to the Red Sea. It parting and going. Joseph went with them. He was on that journey. When they got to the waters of Merah and there was bitterness there and people didn't know what to do. And they, they thought of stoning Moses. Joseph was there. His bones were speaking. His bones were speaking of a future. His bones were speaking of a dream that God had given him 400 years before his bones were put in that tomb, in that casket. Whenever they encountered the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, when they encountered all those ites, the termites, whoever else they encountered, as they encountered all these ites, you know who was there with them through the battles? Joseph was there. Joseph went on the same long journey. And though those who came out over the age of 20 failed God, didn't trust God, and did not go into the promised land but died in the wilderness, guess who still went on with the new crowd? It wasn't just Joshua. It wasn't just Caleb. Joseph was right there with them. What a man. On the greatest adventure of his life, He was carried into the promised land. I don't know, and it probably didn't happen, but I think I could sure preach a good message on him marching around the walls of Jericho. (laughs) You know, I'm guessing they left him at Gilgal. I don't know, but, you know, wouldn't it be a picture? I think I could almost preach that under under the umbrella of imagine, you know. But I don't have quite that much license with the Word of God. But can you imagine with me the reality of Joseph being carried. In the book of Joshua, they made mention of taking Joseph's bones and placing his bones in the grave at Shechem. Why? Because he had a dream, a dream beyond his lifetime, a dream of what he would impact, a dream of those that he would see, things that he wanted to encounter. He wanted to go on the greatest adventure of his life. It was just beyond his life. 
Do you have the capacity to be futuristic? Perhaps that was the element that we see in this young 17-year-old boy. Perhaps he was a real dreamer at heart. Perhaps he was someone who God looked down and thought, I can inspire him beyond his moment. Because if you give God a chance to work with you, to inspire you beyond your moment, to inspire you beyond your adventure, beyond your season, and even beyond your lifetime, it is as yet unimagined what God is willing to partner with you in. It may take some effort. It may take a lot of work because Joseph was pretty old being carried through those journeys. But you know, he made it. Why did he make it? He trusted God. He was a man who was humble. Let me, let me tell you why he made it. He got God to unleash his imagination so he could see beyond his moment. He saw something that needed changed. He saw something that God wanted to do. Then he meditated upon it. He considered it. He, he, he weeded out what was him and what, what was not him. And then he made declaration. That's what he did in his dream. In this last dream of his life, he made a declaration. God's going to visit you. <laughs> he, he bought into it. He took ownership. At that moment, he began pursuit of the greatest adventure beyond his lifetime. Through the declaration of it. If he had not declared it, it never would have happened. He would not have went with him. He declared it. He began to pursue it. And it was by relationship that he got to accomplish this journey to the promised land. It was how he presented himself. He was conscious to make sure that he was promotable and usable. He was valuable to those around him. And he was a participant. He participated in those journeys. He was a man of character, a man of humility, a man of endurance, a man of kindness. He was a man of candidness. He was an honest, candid man, a man of influence. He was a faithful individual and very flexible. You know, he blossomed wherever God put him, whether it was in the pit or the prison or the palace, or whether it was in death, even in the grave, he prospered. He blossomed. He was a man who had confidence. He was a meek person. He was a man who had a routine of life. He took time to raise a couple of sons who took over for him. He had a normal life. He was articulate. He spoke the language of his listeners. He learned to speak the Egyptian language and spoke the language of the Hebrews and he spoke the language of a dreamer, but he spoke it in such a way people would understand it. He was a man with a plan. And he worked his plan. He was attentive, observant of the things going on around him. If not, he could have missed his brothers coming that day. He was a man who understood and exercised restraint. He didn't just tell everything he knew. He knew when to tell. You know, there are two types of people. People who have something to say and people who just have to say something. Okay? He was a man who understood the fear of the Lord. He was a man who was very strategic. He was a man who was patient. 
He was a man who was persistent. He was a man who was forgiving. And today we hear that he was a man who was futuristic. Futuristic in his thinking and futuristic in his journeys of life. Your greatest day, you see, is yet ahead. Always. And the journey is your friend. That's what Joseph was saying when he said, I'm dying, guys, but (laughs) my greatest day is yet ahead. Take me with you, boys, when you leave. I'm going to the promised land. Joseph lived to see beyond his dreams, and he also dreamed beyond his years. Listen, don't let what you know, don't let your dream die with you. Pass it on. You can live beyond your life by dreaming the dreams of God. Futuristic. Are you ready this morning? Let's make our overcomers confession for this 30th time together. Let's make it strong and hold fast this profession of our faith without wavering. Because the word of God is our confession today. Through Jesus, my Lord, I am more than a conqueror. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God. My spiritual eyes are being opened so that I can understand my calling, the wealth of my inheritance, and the kingdom power available to me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. No unclean or impure thought can captivate my mind. No sickness or disease has a right to my body. No unholy spirits can seduce or deceive me. The word of God is my meditation and my answer. I commit myself to God. He causes my thoughts to become agreeable with his thoughts. Because of this, everything I put my hand to will prosper. God has a plan for my life. He will succeed, and I am going to participate. What can you do about your day? Well, ask God how far into the future he will allow you to see. Dare to dream, and dream again, and dream again. And dream again, and dream again, and dream again. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. All of you that are listening and watching, whether it's live or archived, listen to me. This prayer knows no dimension of time and no space. I believe in the God that's able to reach into the future, my future right now, and touch your life where you are, whenever you are. I pray in Jesus' name that the Spirit of God would come upon you, that He would be mighty upon you in your mind, that He would visit you in your nighttime, that He would give you dreams and visions beyond your capacity, beyond your ability, beyond your lifetime, and that you would prosper and be in health. In Jesus' name, God bless you.